Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Foodie with Trudy. I'm your host, Trudy. I have a dosa with me. I have Aminu, and I have Skip down there. And today, we're just going to have a brief talk about the teams we support and talk about why we love the teams and what made us start to support the team. Some brief history in there, and of course, a little trivia session for everybody. Um, if you've been listening to our recordings, you know that uh, Edusa supports Arsenal. I support Manu as well as Aminu, but because uh, our Liverpool correspondent isn't available, I'm going to talk about Liverpool. And um, Skip supports Chelsea. We have two Londoners here. So we're going to start with um, what I believe is the greatest club in world football, we're going to start with Manchester United. So, I mean, to take us away. Do me proud. Yeah, sure. Uh, you, you, Why is it the best team? You hit the nail right there when you said it's the, the greatest club in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for me, I started watching Manchester United um, in the late, in the mid-90s, but not consistently. I really got consistent. I, gonna, I thought he was going to say 80s no, for a oh, second. Wow. But go on. <laughs> I know I'm old. I'm retired. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in the, in the mid-90s, really, is when I started watching off and on. But in the 2000s is when I became mm-hmm. more consistent. And it was really from the things I saw in the 90s that made me want to be more consistent in the 2000s. Uh, I remember at the time, mm-hmm. um, in 95, 96, I was, I was still living. I was living in France at the time. And Cantona, I'm laughing because it just looks like he's trying to do some calculations here. But you go on, don't mind him. Cantona was on the team, and 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 back mm-hmm. in the day, Nike always released all these different uh, commercials where they'll have all the different football stars in the same commercial doing their thing. And Cantona mm-hmm. had the signature like uh, collar pop that he always did while he was on the pitch. And then he did it in the commercial as well. And that really stuck with me. And it led me to catch uh, a few games on and off um, during the season and then watch some some Champions League games as well. And I really missed a lot of the exciting things that went down in the 90s live that I had to go back back to, uh, to, to watch again. But fast forward to the 2000s, and I, I wanted to start watching football again more consistently. I decided to look up, you know, what's Manchester United up to these days? After watching a few games, I totally fell in love with the club, and I couldn't get enough. I started watching week in, week out, and this was when, you know, Ronaldo was starting to emerge. Oof. And Oof. I even remember using... Oh him as a logo in my university <laughs> projects. That's how <laughs> with him back then. And you know, it's just been an interesting journey. Obviously the good times aren't rolling right now, but people always talk about the foundation of Manchester United. Back then, you know, mm. I'm talking to a friend of mine that's also a Manchester United fan and he mentioned how it was like a family. Right, there was a sense of community within the fan group when supporting the team, and that goes back to the Bugsby Babes and the Munich tragedy. Um, that's those events really brought the communities uh, together, the fan base together, right? And that permeated mm-hmm. um, um, uh, decades on end. You know, even after the managers changed, the players obviously changed. And Sir Alex Ferguson obviously was also one of the major reasons um, that I enjoyed 
supporting Manchester United. You know, he was such a legendary manager when he decided to take on Liverpool and decided he wanted to knock them off their perch and successfully did that. Mm. But he also took mm. on so many managers over the years. And it was just amazing to see him adapt and build multiple title winning teams that are very memorable till this day. You know, the, the, the thing about Manchester United is many clubs at one point or the other looked at United as their rivals, whether it's Newcastle, whether it's Leeds, Arsenal, uh, Chelsea, not so much, but kind of uh, Man City. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, the one manager that Fergie didn't get the chance to totally go toe-to-toe with was Mourinho. Like, Mourinho came, won his two titles, and then ran away, right? Um, so, so unfortunately, that's one thing that didn't happen. But one of the greatest rivalries, for sure, was the Manchester United and Arsenal uh, rivalries. Like, uh, Fergie and Benga, that was a, a very awesome rivalry over the years. And unfortunately... If Wenger had left Arsenal and gone to a team that was supporting financially, I honestly think he would have been considered the second greatest manager of all time. Unfortunately, he he, st- he stuck with the sinking ship till top. Guys, <laughs> taking shots at all of you. Wait, I have a quick question for you. <laughs> I have a quick question for you. And I don't know whether I don't say you get you can answer this because you're an Arsenal fan, and you guys who watch a lot of football during the late 90s and the early 2000s were no more than did was the rivalry with Arsenal longer than with that of Chelsea because with we did have a rivalry with Chelsea there was a span of six years where each of us won three titles like we were going at it for the title yes but managers changed each one three managers changed in, in yeah, Chelsea yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only thing so so it technically mm-hmm. wasn't really a rivalry but with Arsenal because Wenger was there for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good. I'm trying to think of how long, like the last time we won a trophy. Um, I think 2005. Four, three, four, five. Oh, five four, five. was the last FA Cup. So what? Like no, you didn't the... I know that was the last FA Cup before we started winning things again. Okay. Um, so um, he came in 1998. So that was a good eight years, give or take, where Arsenal was actually competing with you. So I guess okay. it is kind of the longest. Okay. All right. Go on. Yeah. So, and, and there were just many different aspects of the way Manchester United was run, you know, with under Alex Ferguson in terms of. Bleeding in youth. I remember people saying he can't win anything with youngsters, but he was able to develop so many title winning te- uh, teams with youngsters and also, you know, buy very quality players and, and groom them. I know guys like um, Ronaldo, Luke Shaw, De Gea, Martial, even though he's leaving now, th- these guys are not academy players, but they were all but they were all brought in very young and developed into the players that they are today. So that was something that United definitely had over most teams at the time, and it was something that uh, was good to see and reinforced like the family and community vibes of the team. Right? Um, Which player did Martial turn into today? Yo, 
he's not living up to his. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm <laughs> 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 Yo, like the streets never forget that you guys tried to turn that guy to second home man. Like the slander. That's what we expect expected, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. so so I'm gonna side, like go on. Obviously, results on, on the pitch were a huge factor in me supporting Manchester United and the excitement. I think Manchester United is the one team that people can truly talk uh, uh, label as the comeback kings. You know, not just mm. in terms of in-game mm. winning comebacks. I'm talking about season title winning comebacks, right? So mm-hmm. just imagine... Mm-hmm. 96, 96. Yeah, so just imagine 96. if social media was popping back in the 90s. I mean, the gap globally as a brand would, would not even be closed because of all the buzz that would have been happening from all the Fergie time winning uh, comebacks and, you know, all the title comebacks against Newcastle with, you know, the notorious uh, Keegan press conference and breakdown. And then it happened a few a, a few years later with uh, Benitez again, uh, with his own fact sheets. Like these were all amazing things to to witness and and be a part of. So it's it's been exciting, and hopefully the good times will come back soon. Okay, I love that. I like that. I like that. Um, Skip, did you um, start supporting Chelsea? You guys are like. 20, are you up to 20 years old? Chelsea? You guys started in 2004, right? So did it, did anything? Oh, yeah, we started 2003 <laughs> when Abramo took over. Yeah, we started. That was when uh, we started. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 2003. Are you sure? Right, That's when you so, became Joseph? No, 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 no. So, okay, uh, I was going to say. It's okay. What, what actually, you? like, uh, what actually, like, um, pushed me towards Chelsea was more of like uh, there was this um, attitude of like success and uh, that became like uh, one of Chelsea's things back in 1996 uh, when uh, one of our owners <laughs> called Martin <laughs> When our sorry, owners, the, the, the just made me laugh. Sorry, sorry. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Adin actually got part of Chelsea, and that was when he injected mm-hmm. a lot of money into that uh, into the club, and that was when it was like, you know what, Stamford Bridge. We have to redevelop Stamford Bridge, and everything has to get done all over again, and we have to win. And uh, around that time, uh, made uh, wait wait no, actually 1992. That was when he came into Chelsea mm-hmm. and all that. He died in 1996. Uh, Matthew Adin, may God uh, actually rest his soul. Uh, he was the one that first started that uh, Chelsea have to be successful. It's all about success. Uh, people will say it's Abramovich that started that success no matter mm-hmm. what. But it was actually Matthew Adin back in 1992 when he took over Chelsea. Not took over, he bought part of the part of uh, ownership in Chelsea. And he was pushing day, mm-hmm. night and like, and also, like, uh, the guy that had the highest uh, stake in ownership back then, uh, I believe his name Bates, yeah. And uh, they had a lot of fight, a lot of public fight, that even Matthew was banned from the boardroom be- because he would never accept anything less than success. He would never, like, he's always pushing for the best, and he put money where his mouth is. He always back himself. So, uh, so when people will say Abramovich, is the one that started this. Go back to 1992. 
Because if you look at that time, that was when we started winning like FA <laughs> Cup, we started winning like, like um, European Cup. <laughs> that was when we started when winning get, like um... European Cup, the Super Cup, and everything. And uh, that was when. So I became a Chelsea fan back in 1998. I, the funny story was that like my dad was a Liverpool fan, and uh, it was like one of the biggest Michael Owen fan ever. Like he adored mm. Michael Owen and all that. Like he's always like talking about him. And I nearly became like a Liverpool fan because Michael Owen was so good for his age. He was so mm. good. Like if you remember Michael Owen, like I'm looking for like to I'm trying to think of someone to compare. Who to compare uh, to? Mbappe? No, he was doing. He has he won um, Ballon d'Or around that. Mbappe is not near that. So like he was so good and. Um, my dad usually makes me watch like uh, a lot of EPL. Then I remember mm-hmm. night, ending of 1998, I can't remember. I believe Chelsea played Liverpool and uh, we were kind of expecting Owen to play. I know when they play that game, actually. And uh, ah, what was his name? I, oh, yeah. Uh, is it Mark Hughes? We beat Liverpool 4-1. And uh, Zola got injured, but he did one skill like this. And I just became a Zola fan. From that day, it was just all about Zola. From (laughs) that day, I was like, oh my God. And again, at that time, I was was very small. So, like, I could associate myself with Zola being tiny Mm -hmm. and all of that. And, like, the way he just played football was, like, (laughs) was really, like, the way way Zola played. The way Zola just played football was magical. And I'm like, holy, holy. And then, from then, I started following. Then the next season, I believe we won, like, the FA Cup, then the next season we won like an European Cup after that. So like from there, pushing success, success, success. And around that time, we even have a Nigerian in the team, Celestine Babayaro. If you guys remember him clearly, he was a big household name back in Nigeria. So like um, that was another person I will, you know, I was looking forward to because he's also a Nigerian. And I can be like, oh, a Nigerian is playing in this club. And that just pulled me towards the team. Then uh, a few years later, Abramovic took over, and then we finally became a big boy, fully in out and everything. You can call us wherever you want to say. And uh, since then, we've gone up New and money. we've never looked back. <laughs> and uh, the foundation that Matthew Adding was pushing, which was success mm. in any way, in any because uh, it was the one one of the people that pushed for like the. Italian Revolution in Chelsea. Mm. Basically, that was when we had like I think seven, eight Italians that we pushed for them. Mm. People that won World Cup, people that and we just we were getting them and we were pushing. And uh, so it was the one that that's did. what that's what Conte uh, tried to do for you when he got like Zabacosta. Please don't go there. Please don't go there. So we had the, like the uh, we had uh, so that team was uh, so mm. Abramovic basically. Mm push what Matthew was actually trying to do before he died in that plane crash in 1996 or 97, if I'm right. Uh, he pushed that and Abramovich just took that to the next level and like that success, like standard, you know that standard I keep talking about that you have to win, you have to win, you have to win and you have to win. It's all about winning and all that. So Abramovich took that and he just he blew it up and uh, now, you know, we can always, when they are talking about the big boys, we've always we can show our chest and we can basically say, "Oh, we are the blue boys," and pump our chest and pound on our chest. So 
that's something you, we can say. So um, okay, okay, that's good. As the new money, man, it's good. It's good. Um, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned Michael Owen because when I interviewed a lot of Liverpool fans to speak on their behalf, um, that's all of them. Yeah. said that's the person that all of them said made them start watching. If you really Michael watch football Owen, around Owen, that Michael time, Owen. there's no way you're going to mm-hmm. watch my watch any kind of football like Italian league, and you won't think of Michael Owen. It was so Michael good Owen. for his like for his age. Like it was so good. Like I was. Like that was the last Liverpool player I actually liked. Like, cause I love Michael Owen until he became a dick when he went to like um, Madrid <laughs> and all of that. I really liked Michael <laughs> Owen. Like, I really like I love Michael Owen and like even back then. And that's why like when Chelsea are playing Liverpool now, I'll pick Chelsea playing Liverpool any day because it just brings that mm. brings back that memory of like Chelsea Liverpool, how close I was. And I'm like, it's always going mm-hmm. to be a good game for me. And I love to when Chelsea play Liverpool. And like, the old, even when we're losing sometimes, I'm like, yeah, keep going, keep going. Because it's Liverpool, right? So, and like, so, yeah. And I remember that 4-1 game. Uh, I think Marquis called like a bicycle kick or a scissors kick at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, that should be Marquis. Uh, I can't remember if he's in, but I remember that scissors kick. And like, oh my God, that scissors kick was so good. We beat them 4-1. And that was basically the match that was like, you know what? I'll keep following this team. And I didn't know there was even like a fan, like where you worship like only one team. I kept an eye on mm. them and I kept watching them like almost every week. And I followed their result and all that. Even when I miss a game and like the newspaper comes out on Monday, I usually look out for the box and I check for the score. What? I'm going to stop you guys. I'm going to stop you guys. Hold on. I'm going to stop you guys before you start scaring away our viewers, man. Stop talking about 90s and stop talking about newspapers. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're dating yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm young. Yeah. I'm young. I remember that. So, like, you do that. You do that. You look at for Monday and you look for. Have you seen the transfer news? Complete sports garden, no back of the play. Yeah. You just you look at the back. No, no, so you don't transfer market. I mean, we don't know what you're talking about. You look at the transfer market at the back of the uh, newspaper. Hmm. That's where you get your so, transfer know, news and all I, that. I, I so I remember I, always I, looking I, for scores and all. Chelsea would score and like that. And I remember Dennis Weiss was our captain back then. Oh my God. I lo- That's another player I love, like Dennis Weiss. Like, I was small back then. I didn't know I was going to grow. So all these small players are like basically like all these small players. Any small players that is like playing well and is tough. Like I just there's this. Um, I just see myself and I'm like, oh, I like this guy. And uh, yeah, representation. I just get drawn to them and I'm like, oh, I like this guy. And, like that's it. And, like so, yeah, that was the that's basically it. And like, okay. but what made me a Chelsea fan is basically that. Win, win, win. Because imagine like someone back in 1992 comes in the club and he just dropped 20, 20, 20, 20 something million dollars straight up. That was back in 1992. That's a lot of money to drop. So like he dropped it and he was like pushing for Stanford Bridge to be redeveloped and all that. So people, again, and this is what like people don't realize. People always say like Abramovich, Abramovich, Abramovich. But someone laid the foundation for the work that Bramovich actually built on. And that's Matthew. And um, if you're a Chelsea fan, you will have seen the, you will have heard about the Matthew Adding stand and all of that. That was, <laughs> like that was the part of the stadium. Um, it was actually pushing to get redeveloped. 
So he was the one that started all that when grand work and bringing in superstar from Italy, from Spain, and all of that. Spending, I remember Asset Bank bringing in Asset Bank. I remember the day I got the news that Asset Bank was coming. I lost my mind. And like people that haven't, that didn't get the chance to watch Asset Bank when he was playing for Chelsea. The only striker that I've ever won Chelsea shirt I will put over Asset Bank that I've watched. I'm not going back in the 60s. Is Drogba. After mm. Drogba come Asebank. Mm. Asebank was a terrorist. He was terrorizing everyone and he was so good. Like, God, that was another strike I really love and all that. So, like, it's just funny, yeah. Matthew. No, 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 no. How many goals was this calling? This is three seasons. It's called like 19 <laughs> plus goals. 19 yeah. plus. So, in three seasons, I think it's yeah. called like 19 plus goals. Like, I believe, yeah. I remember, like at least, I remember at least two seasons I scored that like 19 plus. So like, Asebank was really good, and like, it's just sad that Matthew is not around to see where Chelsea Chelsea are right now, because he was the one that started this. He put his money where his mouth is, and also he was a fan. It was that kind of fun. Like before the game, he would go into like a beer store near Stamford Bridge, drink with the fans. There are a lot of pictures and all of that. And also, there's um, this podcast called Chelsea Fancast. These are the people that actually mm-hmm. lived through that era and sitting down with Matthew and um, talking tra- talking to him. So, if anybody have a chance, if you're a Chelsea fan, check out the Chelsea Fans podcast. They will tell you like the last how many centuries. So that's another way you can like learn more about the club. And uh, so Matthew Nadin, like that's someone like I wish he, has seen, he, he can see where Chelsea is right now, and I'm sure he will be happy. So yeah. Okay. Hey, um, let's talk about Liverpool for a second, cause uh, Chelsea, man, mm. you guys are you guys are new money. You know when old money talks, new money shouldn't. There are levels to this. There are levels to this, right? Um, I'm going to do my best because, as all of you know, as Amino especially knows, I'm a Man U fan. Um, I'm going to do my best to rep- represent. So, well, why, why are you representing? I'm going to do my best to represent, <laughs> represent <laughs> Liverpool and talk about them. <laughs> Liverpool. Um, um, it's easy to see why anyone can become a Liverpool fan. To be honest, um, the passion, I, I the passion. Let me tell you, the passion in the team. Is ridiculous. History-wise, we don't need to. We don't need to even start talking about their history. They ruled the eighties, seventies, and eighties. Um, the most decorated club in in Europe. Um, second most decorated club in England, behind Man U, by one trophy for uh, for Premier Leagues. And as Skip already mentioned, people of our generation, what made them start watching was Owen. Then it turned into Gerard, of course, uh, Captain Stevie G. Everybody knows how great he is or he was. Unfortunately, he never won a Premier League trophy. Then, uh, are we going to talk about the atmosphere at Anfield? Does anybody, is there any stadium in English Premier League that compares to Anfield in terms of atmosphere? That stadium, the cup end, European nights, nobody's touching Anfield. Anfield is just a fortress, basically impenetrable. Then we're talking about the European nights. The night, the, the game against Barcelona, the game against SM, the game at that night at Istanbul, bro. What's not to love about this club? To, to be honest, realistically, I'm even going to add their European their, their Europa game against uh, Dortmund at Anfield that they came back was it five four, and they came back and won the game to go into the finals. Um, 
I was looking at the stats for people they had. They don't really have that much stats for Premier League because during the Premier League era, they haven't been as good as they were before. Um, Gerard is number seven in the assist list. Um, I'm going to put David James as their legend because he was their goalkeeper between 92 and 99. He's the second, has the second highest clean sheets. Um, yeah, and of course, we have to end this with, bro, the iconic song, man. The iconic song, their anthem, the Liverpool anthem, You Never Walk Alone. When you hear that song before games, it just gives you chills. It just gives you chills. Um, hearing it after the the game, after they beat Barcelona as well, it just gives you... Should I, should I, should I sing it for you guys? I'm seeing some head shakes here. I feel like I should sing it, I should sing it for you guys to really oh, feel, the passion. <laughs> <laughs> feel, to feel the passion I'm feeling. All this hate. So on uh, Canada's Got Talent or something. <laughs> nah man then the song oh man no, Liverpool is just Liverpool is a good club to support and I can see why anybody would support it and, th- and that was them back then this is them now box office entertaining football if you're not watching your team play you're watching Liverpool play because you want to be entertained that's just facts like if you're not which other team are you going to watch play uh, no. to be entertained to be, enter- to be entertained yeah I don't in know. terms I of like, pure, I like entertainment. Hey, pure entertainment pure entertainment uh, Atlanta bro <laughs> English Premier League English Premier League I watch this Leeds don't care man they just show up and play ball Leeds used to be the one to watch last but year. I watched I like Liverpool before I watched towards Brighton yeah, Man City is like boring. T- yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. A lot of people are leaning towards Brighton this season in terms of entertainment of like the second right. club, Brighton. But Liverpool is always there, man. Like, bro, see goals in two seconds. See, ah, no, 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 no. It's good. It's good. You can you can say a little bit I, what you want to say about Arsenal. No, I can't see Liverpool. I can't. I cannot get it. I I struggle to get it. Why? Like. Because, and it kind of links into why I like Arsenal. Like, I'm not here to tell you Arsenal is the best team in the world. Obviously, just <laughs> but there is a there's a class. There's just this vibe about the club that it's hard to which class? Uh, about, about who? Arsenal about Arsenal. Okay. Yeah, like oh. Arsenal. Like you can trust Arsenal to do the right thing. Like if they came and said, "Oh, we're investigating teams in Premier League for." Like rigging a game, Arsenal will not be on that list. Like your mind won't go to Arsenal. It's just not something you would associate with Arsenal. <laughs> Why is Skip laughing over <laughs> No, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Like they, it seems, it seems like something that's not important. But everyone has their own like drive. So me, <laughs> win, 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 win. Yeah, it's nice to win. The truth is, in the Premier League, double nineteen losers. So you're more likely to lose than win. And in a league where the top three is basically sealed. It's always good for now, anyways. It's no, we're, we're going to catch Chelsea, but go on. It's basically sealed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically sealed. Because the fact that you know Chelsea is in there is part of the problem. No one is thinking it's Man U, Liverpool, Man U or Tottenham or Arsenal. It's mm-hmm. City, Liverpool, Chelsea. And then if they have a bad season, someone can like sneak in. But generally, the first three teams are like. So. The chances of winning the league if you're not spending as much or if you don't have a very deep squad is basically zero. There will never be a Leicester City again for the next 50, 60 years. So, you, can, you can't really say that, though. You never know. Also, you don't. people don't just support 
the club because they win Premier Leagues, right? That's he not does. Who, he who's does. this? Amino, eh? Skip. Oh, Skip? Don't Skip was supporting them before they started winning Premier League, man. He started supporting yeah, them in the, I see, I, <laughs> in the 90s. I will tell you, I'll tell you something. I don't, I don't think you are supporting them the same way you support them now. It's just because even me, my relationship with Arsenal has changed. There used to be a time where, oh, we were winning. So, yes, win, win, win. And then when your team is not doing well, you kind of adjust to adjust to see. But yes, the thing, this is why I always <laughs> tell people, right? When they say people are people are not supporting Chelsea before Abramovich, I'm I'm telling them now, if Tottenham start winning, let's say the next ten years, they start winning how many trophies? Are you good? You don't have no no to no. Do are you it. saying not people are not happen. supporting Tottenham? Are you saying people are not supporting Tottenham now? Yes. Because yes, like, Chelsea no... was in Tottenham that Tottenham position where we were just winning FA Cups, League Cups, and all that before. Bro, they're, they're not... See, okay, see. Let, well, let's not lie. Yes, like, Tottenham because, don't win anything. Sorry? <laughs> so, no, if you... No, Tottenham I'm not don't saying, win I'm just saying for an example. If Chelsea... So, no, if but because you if, said they were in their position. No, yes, if Tottenham goes and... So, if you're in that position, you're not winning anything. That's just the way it works. Again, that's what I'm they're, saying. They're not but winning anything. Because when Chelsea were in this Tottenham position, or being or around... You know that six, that seven, that five, that four... Chelsea was still picking I mean, up. It's the only end. now that I Chelsea know about was still it, picking. But yeah. That's the thing. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> People are not knowledgeable enough to speak about this. Because since I can tell you this, since 2000 and uh, God, I don't want, since 2001, 2002. I, no, I, I'm sorry. 1992, 1991. Chelsea haven't finished outside of top 10. Not once. That, again, that's almost 30 years ago. <laughs> And that was that's actually ten years before Abramovich came. We haven't finished. So but again, you're not the only team. That's what I'm that saying. No, no, again, that's time. what I'm saying. But we, we were still picking up FA Cups. We we're still picking up League Cup. We were still winning Super Cup. Except if you're saying winning all those trophies doesn't matter. I'm not saying. Leicester came in I mean, and they Wigan, did. Wigan, Portsmouth, all those teams, they they won FA Cups too. So. Are you not going to tell me? Are you <laughs> going to tell me Portsmouth didn't have fans when they were still in Premier League outside every, of the Are you saying the only reason they had fans? The only reason they had fans was because Yakubu played. Yakubu was it Kanu that played for them. Kanu played for them. That's the only reason why they had fans outside. Yeah, of but also England. Celestine Babayaro, the Zolas, they play for Chelsea. You guys are acting as if Chelsea didn't have household name back then. I, I haven't even said anything. Well, you're, saying, you know, well, you're saying you don't believe people are supporting Chelsea the way they were supporting them now before Abramovic came. That was what you said. Which oh, is no, false. That's no, that's not fact. That's just your own See, opinion. If Manu if Manu was still winning all the time, he's not going to be trying to talk on behalf of Liverpool. He would want to do this. Me? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, like, trust me. There is you, you listen, you see me on that chat, man. You know I'm very tribalistic when it comes to my football. Like, and I struggle. Like the, the game we played the other day, and we, we, we drew. We felt like we lost like five zero. I was hurt, bro. Like I was hurt, and within. 13 minutes, I was fine. I was playing FIFA. Like, no, but you kind of just get used to it. No, but but those are people support. It's not. I don't think it's winning per se that make people support 
the 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 football club, right? Um, there's this show you should check out if you have a, a chance on Netflix. I don't know what it's still on Netflix. It's called Sunderland Till I Die. Mm-hmm. It'll, bro, it'll make you realize how people actually, people, people that actually support teams, man. Like I, in the I church, mean, the priest prays about like, yo, please let. Okay. There's one of the prayer points. Okay. Let our football my, team win my this point, week, man. Okay, my point mm-hmm. is, where is that church? It's in Sunderland. It's Sunderland, it's yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. So it is not hard to imagine that the locals of a city love their team. It is mm-hmm. literally probably the only entertainment there. I tell you that there's still a boating fans club in Nigeria till now, where they still have fans. It's it's possible. I'm not saying that's not but possible. But now, if boating now comes but back, I can tell you they don't watch. They don't watch most of their games. Because they are not sure. on TV anymore. Because they are almost. No, you can find no, them. You... you can find them if you're really. Oh, trust me, you can't find them. No national TV is covering them. Even in, in pro... <laughs> because again, they are not in. They are not in professional league anymore. So nobody is taking them outside of in... actually outside of their city. So what? So what exactly are they supporting then? They are making. My but here's the thing: <laughs> they not... can still go online and check their scores and still be like, "Oh, I'm a boating fan." But they are watching football. Yeah, they can okay. still go around saying that. Okay. And again, what, th- when I was talking about Chelsea and all that, what did I say? Even when you can't catch matches, we are looking forward to Monday to read the newspaper and see the back of that. So you saying someone is not... Wait, I, you saying in your opinion, your opinion as fact, that someone is not supporting a team. Don't you think that is wrong about way. that? The same way. I'm not... I'm not saying okay. I think like to the level, to the level, to the level. Like when Arsenal was good, we were playing a friendly against some random team on the other side of the world, and people were live streaming it on their phone, so that other people across the world could watch it. That team was not anywhere, was not being broadcast. That is the level when your team is good, and this is not like now. This is like years ago. The level you support your team to when they are good is different from when they're not good. But that's the point. Seven, I'm not I arguing. I was hate around that time. So, let him wait with that. <laughs> First of all, like, again, I was around. Him, so, so, like, again, it's when I have the opportunity no, to watch no. the game with my dad, you know, with my dad and, like, this. Mm. I, I no, agree. I'm, I'm not. But I'm saying, like, you no. can't pass that as a fact. Saying that as a fact. You cannot pass that as a fact that's... that there are people that have not supported. Because you will be surprised. You will be surprised how many people I've spoken to. And when they're telling you about this thing, okay, like now, let me pass this one. There's this old Asian guy that I basically saw on Twitter recently. And um, he became a Chelsea fan like that year, either a year before or a year after Abramovich took over. And what did this guy, because he just liked the idea of winning, winning, winning. He moved his whole family from China or wherever to England. And this guy won't miss a season ticket from there. So again, that's what I'm saying. You cannot pass that. You cannot pass your own idea as a fact. Saying before Abramovich, people were not supporting Chelsea the way they were outside of England. No. Okay. okay. Let's let's not be. Let's not like. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Let's not Do, revise well. history. Oh. Let's not revise history. Like it was mind you, Arsenal. And then anybody else that wanted to become at least that period, right? 
So, yeah, there are people who like watching Chelsea, but it's not the case that there are this many fans. As there are um, yeah, definitely. I mean, the Chelsea deny like this many no. amount of fans, <laughs> but you can't say Sorry. they don't okay. support the club. Hey, hey. Bro, we're getting, it's, we're, it's getting, we're getting off topic. Hey, so basically, topic. what you're it's saying it, is that exactly. if you are not a man, you I mean, Arsenal <laughs> or United, if you are not a man, you Liverpool Arsenal fan back then, right? You are just watching, like, you have to be one of those three fans, or you, you know, is that what you're saying? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Like, okay, let's put it this way now. There are basically three main terms, and then Man U fans and Tottenham fans, and there are Arsenal fans too, right? And Arsenal are not good, but we still watch them, but not to the same degree as we used to watch them. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's not, I'm not trying to say people are not real fans or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like, I like I mean, Arsenal because regardless of, like... Your circumstance. Circumstances, like, I I just always got pulled to them. Like, yeah. the reason why I got into Arsenal was Wenger. Mm-hmm. And Wenger was the classiest guy. Like, no one, like, it doesn't matter who you supported. You looked at Wenger and, like, this guy is a revolutionary. When he came, no one was going toe-to-toe with Ferguson the same way. The guy came and said, I'm going to basically turn this team into a world-class team. And he did. He had blind spots. He had human errors in him that made him do things that did not make sense with the benefit of hindsight. But there were years, like, for, for example, for all of Ferguson's dominance, he never won a league season on Britain. You can argue that he drew 11 games. But if 12. it was that easy, 11, 12, not 12. 12. But yeah, sure. if it was that it was, easy... I think it was 12. But go on, sure, go on, go 12, on, go on. 12 games. So Liverpool and Man City are basically a guaranteed win for 99.99999% of their games at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they can't do it. And they can't win seasons unbeaten. And that is the point. It, it is more than being a good team at some point. you And he said it this season before he did it. Like, I think we can win the next season unbeaten. And he did it. So you can argue whether you think it's the best team. That's your personal prerogative. But personally, it's a classy team. It's a team that does the right thing most of the time. It's a team that allows young players... Especially when, like, I mean, you know, I mean, said he was short to elite short players. I was really small, and nobody liked picking me on their team. And a lot of the players that Arsenal had were like people I could see myself in, like, oh you know, plenty of skills, plenty of tricks. And they, when they were playing well, there was nobody close. Nobody was close to them when they were playing well. And that's just fast. Because even Barcelona, the one time they played Barcelona 11-11, they beat them. And it was with like 16-year-old midfielders and God knows um, how many year old strikers. So that's if, why. Yeah. If you if you're talking about class, right? I think we have to bring uh Mr. Jose Mourinho into the into the film. Literally <laughs> <laughs> the most classless human being of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Moreno Messi winger. Moreno Messi winger. Go on. Ooh. Go on. No, that's how you win that. The funny thing is that without Wenger, you don't get more. <gasps> that's the funniest that's... thing about this whole thing. Without Wenger, you don't get more. Mm-hmm. Because before Wenger, they were not hiring a lot of foreign coaches in England. That is just a fact. He came, mm-hmm. showed that he could do it, and then more foreign coaches came in. 
There are not a lot of like actual foreigners from random places. But in, that statement you made that there's no Marino. Marino already won Champions League before he came to Chelsea. He was already a made manager. So I you think saying you know, there's I think, no I think Marino? No, no, no Marino coming to. He said Chelsea, there's no Marino without Wenger. To EPL, to EPL. Like, coming to EPL, bro. I, I'm not talking about his career. He's the he's he's a successful man. You know, successful, like he will never successful class, class, yeah, class, <laughs> classless, <laughs> classless. <laughs> like, but like, Wenger showed, Wenger showed it was possible to do things differently. Before mm. Wenger, there was no proper diet in England for players. He's the one that came and said, okay, you need to cut back on these things and those. Yeah, I like, remember that. If, and no beer as well. Stop drinking beer. If Wenger had chosen to be after himself, we would not have built the stadium and he would have won more titles. That is just fact. All leaves, though. Use and... Well, it's not it. Like, it's fact. So it's because fact that you are thinking... But that's the thing. In sports, no, there's not no, like but guarantee. The season, wait, all eaves. I mean, I'm saying it's I mean, all this, long, this London. I mean, it's guaranteed. I mean, it's guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. Skip, wait, wait. Can you guys wait. Is it guaranteed that they are going to wait? Like, it's <laughs> the, not guaranteed. The season, it's and bought. The season, the season that Arsenal started with paying back their loan was the season that Chelsea won the league. And. And that is the first season that Arsenal could not buff up the team. And every year after okay. that, Arsenal what had if to make sure I go and if that, oh, if you guys sign five players with that money, all of them will get injured. Hey, hey, and again, hey, we, can, we, can, and hey, we can't stop, we can't stop, we can't start, start, we can't start going into the realm of eats and bots. Hey, stop. Hey, you can't say stop, guaranteed. Stop, stop. I'm not, I'm not, but I do take that point though. Like, I also mentioned that Wenger would have been the second greatest manager. If you know, he had left, he sacrificed his if future. If he had left Arsenal, I think he would have been the second best manager. No, he sacrificed. He sacrificed his future for the club. Future. I think you know he didn't have the no. Like, um, do you know how many times Real Madrid? Real Madrid. Real Madrid came for him and he said no. PSG came for him and he said no because. He has started something. He wanted to finish it. Are you I sure it wasn't really? at his height? No, failing somewhere else. Are you sure he was picking up? Is it failing somewhere, somewhere else? Hey, 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 hey. We, we can't. No, we don't, we don't, hey, hey, we don't hey, even wait. have to speculate. We can't we start going into that. I don't know. We can't start going into that. All we've been doing is it's not Eastern, but Eve and Bottin. We've been speculating. We've been speculating. Skip, hold on. I just said, hold on. This London right? these London boys are taking hey, this is not what we're here to discuss, man. We can discuss Wenger's legacy and what he was what what he was gonna do whenever later on. We're talking about the actual yeah. clubs now. So basically you're saying and that, um, I was I was trying to and you guys are the ones interrupting, despite the fact that I kept quiet in Liverpool's own. You support Arsenal because of their class. Yeah. Their class, these guys basically have no they have no baggage, so to speak. Um what no you baggage. said what you said about if part. A team is getting investigated. You wouldn't think of Arsenal. I know the first team I'll think of if I hear the Premier League was getting investigated. Was Man City. <laughs> That's the first team. <laughs> the first team. I like. Oh, oh, like the second one probably uh, some Russian Chelsea. oligarch somewhere doing something. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> and then after <laughs> Chelsea, it would be Liverpool doing and something. Tottenham. You know, but that's besides that's besides the point. But that's good. Everybody you know has the funny thing? I hate the fact that, you know, when, 
Lampard was in charge of Chelsea and people started liking Chelsea. I hate the fact that opponents started liking Chelsea. I love when I love when <laughs> I love when you guys hate Chelsea. Like again, do you know another thing I love about Chelsea? They everyone hates us and I love it. I don't want people to like us. Like when you hate us, this guy has... I, like, I, you know when I say that. Okay, this weekend, right? We face Tottenham, and there's this Tottenham fan that was getting interviewed, and it was the way it was costing Chelsea. Even that, I hate coming to their statement stadium, and the way it was costing Chelsea, <laughs> yes. I, I was so happy that he, like you can see, he has this natural hatred for everything Chelsea. I might have to say for... my therapist number. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love, that, I love that the hatred. I was like, yes, yes. During Lampard era, when people started liking Chelsea, I'm like, eh, don't like us. Like, yeah. don't <laughs> like us. I don't like this. I love when they ate us. Like, that hatred is one, one of the things I'm like, yes, I love it. Like, that it Liverpool, if, the Gerard sliding uh, falling down at this thing. The way Liverpool fan ate that don't let this. I you know. love it. Like hey, I was loving. Don't that. talk about my boy like I that. Hey, stop it! Stop that. it! Stop Tottenham, it! Stopping them from winning the Premier League, right? Stopping Tottenham from winning the Premier League. Hazard, yeah, Hazard, I yeah. love it. Like moments like that when they just ate every little, every little Chelsea fan, every one of us. I love it. It drives me forward, and I'm like, God, <laughs> this club is actually where I belong. Like, hey, I don't see, and that's the problem. I don't know why you don't see it as a problem. <laughs> like, you can't... Like, Sage mentality is lovely. Like, the world against us, right? Makes, <laughs> it works. But, like, Chelsea's entire thing, other than they win, is everyone hates us. And that that's not... You know what everybody hates? Crime. Like, it's not... Sometimes it pays, but it's, it's not quite... You <laughs> it's know, a crime. <laughs> so like but, being hated isn't you know. oh trust me even a lot of people of like you even a lot of your people again even a lot of people that shouldn't be liking you like you you're doing something wrong I can tell you that true even a lot of people that shouldn't, shouldn't be don't. liking you are liking you you should the day Tottenham fans are looking at Arsenal that uh, let them win that game or let them do this thing no Arsenal are doing something the day Liverpool fan will look, like, classic, look like the United, you have it, United you're, you're not saying, doing something, you're not doing anything right. Right. In, so, the day Liverpool yeah, fan will look at United right. and yeah. be like, oh, let United go win Premier League instead of them. United have started doing something wrong. I can tell you that. I mean, we know that for sure because... Mr. Man over there talking about Liverpool. So I'm gonna just, you... I'm gonna just <laughs> mute this guy. How are you? <laughs> I'm just gonna mute this guy. I'm gonna say my own quick before. I'm gonna <laughs> just say Judas. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my own quick before before we wrap up. Um, obviously I'm a Manu fan. Uh, the person that made me start liking Manu was Rude Vanisteroy. I just, I just loved Venezuela so much. I don't know what it, left foot, right foot. When this guy had the ball, it was a goal, and it's just, I don't know, man. I just loved it so and much. It, still it wasn't hurts. As good as it, it, it hurt, and that's what I was gonna say. My dad, and I'm gonna skip the question as well, because my dad is an Arsenal fan. So mm. I was very, 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 very close to becoming an Arsenal fan because my dad loved Arsenal, loves Arsenal, and Henri. During our generation, that's when Henri was. So it was very easy to fall into that trap. I am grateful <laughs> that Vanistero <laughs> saved me from. <laughs> save, save, I don't know how I slipped that sure trap, but but nah, it was it was close. 
it definitely supercharged mm-hmm. the, the Nigerian fan base. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so, Skip, how did what did your what was your dad's reaction to uh, you being a Chelsea fan while he was Chelsea a Liverpool fan. fan? To be honest, like he saw the way Zola played because my dad is more of that kind of guy that like plays people that can uh, entertain, that can just Dribble. express themselves. Mm-hmm. My dad is more of that fan. And he saw the way Zola played and he was like, oh, okay, this guy is good. Then I even remember... He's like, I can't even hate. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even wait. I remember... Oh, God. Maybe a season or maybe the season before or the season after, I started following Chelsea. That was when we met, uh, I believe, was it Liverpool in like FA Cup semi-final that would beat Middlesbrough in the final, right? That was the season. If you saw him dribbling, Carrigan and all those Liverpool fans at the corner flag of that Zola dribbling, uh, I mm. believe that that was the match of Zola doing that magic trick, dribbling like four Liverpool players at the corner flag. I'm not sure you guys have seen the clip. That was like that FA Cup. Yeah, that was that FA Cup semi-final where we beat Liverpool and Zola just doing some madness. So like Zola, the way he just plays and all that. And Nico, like, oh, okay, that was a good player, and like that. So, yeah. okay, um, we have to wrap this up. So I'm going to hit you guys with some questions. Um, obviously, you guys know who has the most title wins in the Premier League. These are some easy questions. I'm trying to think of a hard question I can give you. It's, it's nowhere. It's nowhere close. Obviously, Mayu, who has the most home wins in a season? Chelsea. Small and one club. Chelsea is on the list. Chelsea and Liverpool, Chelsea and City. Yeah, three of them. Yes, United, Of course, of course. Who who else would it be? Um, there's a just bit of history for you guys. Before Liverpool wore red when they were initially founded, what color did they what the two colours they wore? Uh, I want to say Norwich. <laughs> they were playing for Norwich. They were wearing Norwich jerseys. <laughs> why, why, why did you say you learned green? From where? I think they used to wear blue, actually. Yeah, it was blue and white. Actually, yellow and green too was the first color that came to mind. Oh, for, for my... Why, did you, why is that the first color that came to mind? They just seem like a yellow and green. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, sir, what do you have against Liverpool? <laughs> I okay, let me, I can talk for seven <laughs> hours, but I'll give you, I'll give you one small thing. Like, yeah, summarize it. Quick. My issue with Liverpool is everyone puts them on this pedestal. Like, okay, fine, they want a lot of things. When my mm-hmm. grandfather was had knees and my dad had hair, <laughs> you get like, like other teams did so too. Maybe not to the same extent, but like. Bruh, like, have you seen what they post on Twitter? Like, st- like former managers looking down, current managers, like, well done, son. Like, yeah, there, there's something wrong. So, <laughs> it's just... I, 20 years from now, history what? matters. 20 years from now, you don't yes, want to... Yes, I, I understand history matters, yeah. but, like, it, it covers the things they do that are not right. But, you know, that's the way every other fans feel, right? The newer fans feel when Arsenal mentioned their unbeaten season, right? Mm. No, but... Okay, fine. But mm. then, we don't... Oh, trust me. Arsenal so fans mentioned that in every They argument. want 
every argument. <laughs> okay, let's put this way. 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 <laughs> Liverpool won 18 league titles. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It was a big turn. And then, man, you bettered them. Mm-hmm. Right? Arsenal won the league unbeaten. We are still waiting. Someone else do it. And then it's over. It's done. It's been done twice. It's not special anymore. Okay, you have a point then. You get. Yeah, so if someone else does it, then what are we going to say? Oh, we did it too. Then we sound dumb. But until then. (laughs) Until then. The the Invincible team were both special and overrated. Like, it's a special achievement. How? You can... What, what was so great about it they, so many... We don't, we don't have time have, for this. Hey, no, <laughs> see, other, we don't have time for this. Other than goalie, other than goalie, every single one of them walks into every good team. How many them. titles did they win? Other than goalie. Win? Three. It's the same group of players. Which three titles? They won... <laughs> They won titles. 2002, titles? then Premier League titles. Because the same group three. of players until... Because Wenger won three titles. It's the same group of players the entire So world. after they went invincible, how many titles did they win? Because they didn't win the game. <laughs> the, guys, the, the season, that's why I said, the season they won the invincible title, the next season... They lost because of that stupid man you game where they could have gone 50, but whatever. And then they started breaking Wayne up the team because they just pay. So that's what I'm no, that's what I'm trying to say. That Wenger's legacy is he chose the team over himself, which is stupid. Because I don't know if they did throw him under the bus. It gets. So if he had gone the route that other managers do, which is I want to win for myself. He would have told them no new stadium. When I'm done, you guys can build a new stadium. I just, I just want to encourage listeners to go back and listen to the greatest uh, Premier League teams episode. That was one of the best episodes. Yes, I wish you were there for that. Yeah, was, uh... on <laughs> the Invincibles, but you know, we get we, we mm-hmm. went into right. in deep and uh, into depth about what in deep. the greatest teams mm-hmm. were. So we don't need to rehash that now. So no, but yeah. you, you guys were arguing with your biases. Like there was no, 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 no Arsenal no. fan to tell you why the invisible team was special. Arsenal fans were no worry. We'll do. We're getting, we're getting, hey, we're getting off topic. You can't, you can't beat what three, you can't. Three, three, two, three more quick questions. Um, who has the most consecutive home wins? Man City. Didn't they just skip? Wait, I believe it was Chelsea, but I thought Man City beat that. Consecutive home wins. The 99 Liverpool oh, and Okay, Liverpool. They didn't have the, the Liverpool. The most. Liverpool, Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Yeah. You mean 19? Like 2019? Yeah, yeah but they got 99 points. Okay. Yeah, not 99. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about 99. <laughs> <laughs> 99. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, okay. Was consecutive away wins? City. City? City. We know that one. Sure. Um, we, we have to... I feel like one day we have to talk about why City does so well away and why City does so well like during COVID and 
And what I mean by that is like when there are empty stadiums, like when there are no, actually no fans, fans around, why they do so well. It's always home. It's always home advantage. It's always home advantage. Squad death. We can't hear our fans. Lovely. It's just like playing at home. <laughs> this is it. Um, we have to uh, come to an e- the end of the episode now. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you all got your biases out of your chest, Adusa. I did it. Um, <laughs> but you didn't let me. You guys did let me. When you guys were talking, I said nothing. Uh, My turn to talk. Everybody um, starts talking. Let's come. Or we're going to give you a chance. Uh, we're going to give you a chance. about Liverpool, so that counts for something. No. I didn't even finish. Look, sorry. The, what I was trying to say at the end of the day, they're like... Do you remember when Arsenal was trying to sign Suarez? No. Luis Suarez. The I don't 45, know who I don't remember. 40, 45 points. Oh, the one pound. pound. That bid. Yeah. Oh, that bid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Do yeah, you yeah. know that their owner came out and said that it was actually a legit bid that should have gone through? Then why didn't no. it go through? Their own... Their, because they they, they knew, no because they knew that before you take it through court, it would the season would have ended the transfer season would yeah have but ended. like why didn't it go through original why didn't it transfer go through because the man they said no that doesn't exist that clause does not exist when it actually existed okay. then how much deliver so my issue pay? they didn't pay they sold him somewhere else to hundred four hundred or something they didn't because he never went to court so there was no distance. Oh, you, know, you, bid said, for, you bid for Suarez when bid, he was in Liverpool? When he was in Liverpool. Oh. And they Barcelona. said... Before the season, he went to Barcelona. That's when he came back. He said he wanted to leave. When God bid, he was going to sign him. Everything was looking great. And they said, no, that clause doesn't exist. I can, I will send it to the... So, wait, wait, like, wait, so wait, question. Where was the... Where was the... I don't... Again, I have a problem with that because... The agent is going to have a contract with him. It was the agent smoking crack or something that he can't no, read. I said, I'm going, to, I'm going to send you. Send I am going to send you the owner of Liverpool telling you that was meant to happen. I'm not saying it's a lie, but like, was Suarez like did that not make Suarez, because when the, a transfer went to happen, you need to meet the player agent first and the players and talk through certain things before yeah. you place an offer. So. Again, the same contract but Liverpool has, the agent is going to have it that said that, oh, this is where that stays. So Liverpool can come and be like, I, oh, it doesn't exist when it's on a paper on this thing. Are they on crack? A paper that is submitted yeah. to Premier League, you know, that Premier League will tell no. them this is it on the paper. Like, and <laughs> and no. see, I, I am on your side here. And till tomorrow, I will never understand why Wenger didn't fight it. Because if he had fought it, all this nonsense about Liverpool being this team that is so special, it dies. Liverpool enjoys preferential treatment everywhere they go, despite their best attempts to make it look like, oh, they don't get anything. This is a to the court. You are still going that the one-pound bid was ridiculous and resigned there, there, then. But he stayed, so he played himself. <laughs> hey, 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 we can't get into oh. it. Um... Thank, um, These are the things that people care about. 
<laughs> oh, do you know what I need to send to you guys? There was like a list of players Arsenal was supposed to sign that they didn't end up signing. Mm. One and best every team ever. One best player you you can think of is on that list. Mm. Every one. Just say this is called conspiracy theories. This Arsenal stop, or with those No, no. Part of it is Wenger. Wenger has issues. Wenger has issues. See, it's like Fergie in a way. No, Fergie won't overpay on certain things. Wenger refuses to deal with you if your value, your valuation is different from valuation, which is stupid because, like, obviously, he's more valuable to his team than he is to you, you get. So, because of that mindset, like, Benzema is still doing medical at Arsenal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it is what it is, bro. Oh my goodness! You gotta let me close this thing with your conspiracy Sorry. theories, man. Don't worry, we'll go. We'll have a, a conspiracy theory day of Arsenal. What could have been? I think we should name the episode "If Some Bots." You know, if this had happened, if, if this had happened, if this had happened, who knows where we would have been? But thank you guys for watching. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Please subscribe and get involved. Thank you. You have a lovely day and continue to love football. Bye bye.